Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to another brand new episode of the Bermuda Triangle podcast. It has been a minute, y'all, but it is good to, good to be back. How, uh, I'm joined, as per usual, by Jackson Willard and Max Muth. How are you guys? Fantastic. Thank you for asking. I'm doing good. Long time no see. Yeah. Yeah. Very long time no see. What's been, what's been going on with y'all? Update the listeners a little bit. I actually, I caught up with enemy of the podcast, Jed Jones. Mm, enemy uh, of the podcast, yes. The other day. And his roommate moved out. So I think I'm going to hang out there a lot more because mm. I'm bored and he's bored as well. So that's something fun. Uh, I'm going to Seaside tomorrow. I'm going to be there all week. So if anyone else is going, just text me and I'll be looking for people to hang out with. Yeah, for sure. Max, what's been going on with you? Uh, nothing much. I've been uh, wrapping up school for the uh, quarter, you know. Um, but yeah, my grades are atrocious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's so hard that, to find the motivation, man. The I know. Yeah, being, is rough. Being a senior and being completely online, yeah, as you said, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all have like real online school too. When I had to do that, it was not real online school. It was like, right. it was like, like we're learning lessons and like go check in. Yeah. And yeah. Learning lessons. I mean, it's right. My, yeah. I'm, I'm learning. My, my teachers are teaching. <laughs> I'm doing like daily homework. Like, I'm like, why am I doing all this? Uh, Just yeah. Very unfortunate. On my end of things, I've been uh, still been writing. I got this mug today from my employers at the Baylor Lariat for winning a trivia competition over Christmas break. So I've been supposed to pick this up for a while, but uh, I still do write. And you guys can go read that if you're listening on BaylorLariat.com. You How'd the that. basketball game go today? Oh, yes. I covered the Oklahoma State basketball game tonight, or Baylor versus Oklahoma State basketball game tonight. Uh, Baylor won 81 70. Uh, Jared Butler had two really big dunks, which is unusual for him, but they were really cool. Um, Mark Vidal looked like he was going to bust out a 360 dunk and they needed a layup. So, you know, that's a little disappointing, but uh, we had Cade Cunningham clamped in the first half and then uh, not so clamped in the second half. So Can't hold him down forever. Yeah. He's very, as an OU fan who has watched him drop 40 on my team, he is very, very good at basketball. So, yeah, no, I, I can confirm. I can confirm. And he's enormous. That is a is he really? large, large man. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, I saw him, saw him live today. He is, that, is a, that is a big dude. Like Jokic and Lewis? No, he's like 6'8". Um, but, you know, 6'8 is just big. And, like, you don't see a lot of guys. Like, the guys that I know that are that tall do not move like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's quick for 6'8". Yeah. 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 Um, and this reminds me of something we were talking about before we got on here. It ties into another guy who's 6'8", Harrison Barnes, because uh, um, there was a tweet, oh, I don't know, years oh, ago now, but um, it was like, do you think you could score on Harrison Barnes in five minutes, one-on-one? -on -one? Like, or, like, do you think you'd be able to score on him one-on-one? -on -one? And Harrison Barnes is like, I don't know, 6'8", 225, something like that, 230. There is no way anybody – light for 6'8". He might be heavier than that. I don't know. But uh, 
there's no way that anybody who is not at least a division two basketball player is scoring on Harrison Barnes in five minutes. Especially if he's trying, no way. Yeah. No way. Especially he's not people. He's six eight, two fifty. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think you might have a chance. Here's okay. Here's I said that I could, and I don't agree with that anymore. I got confused. I thought Harrison Barnes was like six foot four, like two hundred. And I was like, okay, if I have five minutes and every time I miss, I get the ball back, right? So I'm always on offense. I can get a lot of shots up in five minutes, and one of them's gonna go in. Now I don't think that six eight two fifty can stop me for five minutes. Six four like two hundred cannot stop me for five minutes. I feel like I feel like all I have to do is have like one moment of separation, and being the absolute baller that I am, I could <laughs> I might be able to drain a shot. For um, those of you listening who don't know, I'm very trash at basketball. Oh, speaking of basketball, shout out the Abthane Basketball Club, who recently won their ASA championship. That's my ASA basketball team, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know. You can follow us on Instagram, old row underscore Abthane. That's A-B-T-H-A-N-E. But yeah, we were in a nail biter. We tied the best postseason record in ASA history, 3-0. and Um, And... Well, any team that's ever won the championship goes three and zero in the postseason. <laughs> I mean, he's not lying. Yeah, I mean, technically, no, there's you're no right. One had, right. There's no one who's had a better postseason record than us. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. So last game was a nail biter. Uh, we won forty-seven to forty-six. I fouled out with a minute left in the uh, fourth. Yeah, that, that's a Max Muth classic too. Coming from yeah. soccer to basketball. Fouling out is pretty easy. <laughs> it's a, it was an atrocious call, but that's besides the point. Uh, I dropped a quick 10 in the championship game. It was a it was a fun, well-played. And the thing is, we were playing the rival of our team, and they're like an organization. Mm. I hate ASA organizations. Yeah, I think they are the scum of the earth. Like, do you really practice twice a week for your Division Three ASA basketball team? Really? Yeah, that's yeah. Just go at least go play PSA, which is Plano for those who don't know, and they do things a little bit more seriously than Allen. But like, we played we played eight regular season games, and six of the teams we played practiced on their own, and I was like, this is so lame. I I get it when you're young because it's like right. you know it's it's the thing to do. It's yeah, like it's normal to practice ASA. If you're an 18 year old, if you're an 18 year old guy that's um yeah, practicing yeah. twice a week for your ASA basketball, you're gonna be I, a senior in high school going to your ASA basketball practices. And I think it's one thing if you're like practice like practicing by going to like somebody's house or somebody's neighborhood and like messing around for an hour or just shooting around or something like that. It's another it's right. a, a very different thing to go to the ASA facility. And, and like they, they were they would go to like church gyms and like run practices. Yeah. Yeah. That's revolting. They're throwing up plays going down the court. No, they are. Like in the championship game, we had motion cut, line, double stack, high stack low ran on us. And I was pissed. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to defend double stack, high stack, low line, motion cut. I don't care. Just shoot the ball. It's ASA. <laughs> yeah. There's, just check up a three, please. But we won. Yeah? Yes, but we won, and that's what yeah. matters. We did it for the people that don't practice. 
Solidarity, solidarity. I feel that. Yeah. When I think like when I did PSA, I don't even really think we practiced that often. We would pra- we would we'd have one very organized practice at the beginning of the season where we would talk about plays, plays we would never call, never had any intention of calling. And then um, we wouldn't practice the remainder of the year. Right. But even to me, that's way more valid because teams in PSA high school practice. Yeah. And I know people that play PSA and they run more organized and that's cool. ASA is not for that. Mm. I want to ISO someone and try and dunk and get rim stuffed by the net. (laughs) And that's, that's what I want. And then hype yourself up afterwards because you were so close. Exactly. Uh. Max gets it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. We know the vibes. Yeah. But, um, and also I think we're just used to swimming a highly competitive sport where um, if you're not practicing seven times a week, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Speaking More of like swimming. 14 times a week, but. Sectionals is currently going on, I think. Oh, Ma- Max, are you in the hotel right now? No, I'm not at sectionals. Cuts got faster this year. Oh. It's, yeah. pretty, lame. it's pretty lame, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Yeah, pour one out, man. Sectionals, yeah. okay, confirmed. Hate to break it to y'all, but. <laughs> It's not even real. It's not even like called sectionals or anything. So, oh, okay. I don't know. And it's in Mansfield. So. Yeah. That's not even that cool. Max, it's, it's good that you're not there. Honestly, I, I don't know if I'd want to swim at Mansfield, but I always want to swim at a high level and compete. So it, it sucks, but it's okay at the same time. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, speaking of swimming, I saw, uh, Enemy of the podcast, Brent Mitchell. Oh. Okay. Um, he stopped in Waco for uh, for lunch, um, and we got to we got to catch up a little bit about at the time state was going on. So we talked about uh, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was interesting this year from what i gathered like it was all the way in uh san antonio uh front was like uh pool was warm slow pool stuff like that which i mean i believe it because it's not the ut's pool but like still yeah i mean that i can believe that san antonio because it just wouldn't feel like state you know yeah i feel like the atmosphere would be way especially because like they probably didn't even have full capacity and that's the best part of state. Yeah. It's really just like looking up and you're in the UT pool, which I hate UT, but you're in the UT pool for some reason. Yep. Horns down always. But the UT pool is like the pool. Like it's like the pool of the nation. It is where the fastest swim team in the nation arguably is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is the pool, but UT sucks always horns down forever boomer sooner yeah um but like you look up from swimming or you look up to your left and it's like how many people do y'all think that is that's a big stands yeah i mean and it goes across like the whole way i i think it could hold like what two thousand maybe i think maybe. So. i think it's, it's not all the way full usually but like i mean when we were there when we were there it was close though yeah, 
it, it was pretty close honest but that that's because there was so many people there. there's so many people right. like the ut pool is big and it's hard to get that perspective because when we're there it's packed right like it's hard <laughs> to have room to breathe there but yeah yeah dang how many people is that so it's assuming... a lot the lee and joe so male yeah i'm assuming that for most of like the teams there you'll have like your relays and the guys on your relays will be the ones that make individuals or whatever so like four times 24 i guess is how many guys are there it's it's 2600 so there are at least 2200 when we were there yeah because there's no way there was 400 open seats the stands were like packed so according to my calculations, there are only like 200 swimmers, but I, I don't think that's right. I think there are more than that, honestly. Yeah, alternates. Oh, yeah, alternates. Two alternates. Dang. Maybe. Two alternates, it's a team per gender. Like, yeah. That's add gonna, 100 gonna then. Add quite a lot. Yeah, add 100 then. That makes 300. And there you go. That seems about right. And then – were divers there? Divers are there too. Yeah. For what? You, oh, yeah. You, yeah, that does yeah. make a pretty packed pool. But divers are on the other side. We, we don't care about diving in this one. Yeah. Unless, I mean, unless, I mean, unless they're do, on our team and they're winning. We do, but, but we don't. No. Yeah. We, unless they're committed to UConn, we don't care. Exactly. Didn't they? Do they still have diving or did they cut swimming? Or no, I they, think cut they just cut men's swimming. I don't know if it's back. Did you see Dartmouth? They cut men's swimming and diving. Dartmouth added back. Yeah, Dartmouth brought theirs back. Yeah. And then Iowa. Did Iowa cut theirs or bring theirs back? I don't remember. Uh, I think Iowa cut. I know that, yeah, they did, and Michigan State also did, which is a bummer. But um, wasn't Michigan State's team pretty good? No. No? No. They're not that good. Bad. If I had really wanted to, I probably could have swam at Michigan State. That's, oh. that's that tells you what you need to know. Yeah. Um, like kids just like they would go because it's Michigan State, and then they just wouldn't develop that much because the coaching staff wasn't that good. So yeah. What do you mean? But Get better, obviously. <laughs> oh man, you've solved. I think you've solved it. I think you've solved it. That's yeah. That, I think I have. Honestly. <laughs> That that's my method to success. I'll, I'll write a book, the Max method. Yeah, it'll just be like a, a two-page book. First page, not getting good. Second page, get better. <laughs> I'd read it. I'd read that thing front speaking to back. Of, speaking of getting better, and you know, we were talking about basketball earlier. Who's who's like some basketball player that just couldn't get better? Who is the greatest basketball player? Well, that's a loaded question. Let's dive into it. Who wants to go first? At first, I thought you were going to say like a player that got drafted and just didn't improve. Uh, and I was like, oh, I mean, I've got, I've got there, some of those. There's, there's quite a list of those out there. Let, let's be honest with us. Shout out Anthony Bennett. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so does, I know we've all got takes on this. So which one of y'all wants to go first? Mine's pretty basic. Uh, I guess... I kind of want to go in response to Max. You want to go in response to me, all right? Max is right. so wild that I want Max to go first. All right. Well, mine is Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, 
I I have I have an argument for it. I'm not the biggest basketball guy, but Wilt Chamberlain was the one that initially popped into my head. I, you know, I respect Michael Jordan. I respect LeBron James. They're both very good basketball players, you know, along with other ones, Bird, um, and, you know, other such basketball players. Mm -hmm. Um, But Will Chamberlain, um, I I saw the other day uh, in a Twitter post, it was the anniversary of him dropping 100 points in a game. Correct. 100 points. And I'm like, wow. Even if it's 1970 and I practice basketball for a long time, I don't think I could do that. No one I was don't playing think... basketball then, Max. That's, that's simply not true. That's simply not true. It simply is. He was playing plumbers. Like, the, you, like NBA games, if you look at it, if you go back, these are guys who would do their nine to five and then go play in an NBA game after. Because they were good at that's basketball. Not his, they, they, that's not Wilt's were, fault. Like, they were naturally not, but I'm saying, talented Wilt, at basketball. Couldn't Wilt Chamberlain bench 500 pounds? That's the rumor. Okay, so if this man's benching 500 pounds and my dad walks up to defend him, my dad's getting crushed. Exactly. Like, exactly. Getting, Wilt Chamberlain did right, what he but, needed But to here's do. the thing. Here's the thing. If LeBron walks up, he's not getting crushed. How do you know that? You don't. Wilt Chamberlain dropped 100 points in a night. It's, on, the, thing, some, the thing with... I mean, for me with the guys like Wilt and Russell that I think a lot of people don't think about is that like, like, Oh, they wouldn't be good now. Yes, they would. They'd be even better now. Yeah. Because, because like, they'd be practicing all the time. Yeah. And now I we think, have all this like medical technology and like things that we know about. No, like, okay. But here's my thing. Wilt, I think their, their competition Wilt would be also had like, as developed, if not more. Exactly. But like, the thing is like, think, just think about like that athlete. Like he was a, national champion high jumper if there was a seven foot tall national champion high jumper that was even remotely good at basketball he would go in the top 10 yeah, yeah. just because like that athleticism doesn't exist like there's also rumors that he ran a 4 3 40 when he tried out for the kansas city chiefs like that's insane there's that just sounds no- like a myth well how, can, had a how can you be that big and run a 4 3 think about how long his legs are 40 yards is like three steps. Yeah, Will I Chamberlain guess I'd have, had a nine I'd have to, to five, see, right? I'd have to see what? a video of a fourth. Will Chamberlain had a nine to five, right? Yes. Like a job? Yeah. I, I doubt that I, he I, did. I think he was probably making real money. At, at the beginning, he, he most likely had a he most likely had a real job, right? So it's probably. not like he was it's not like he was practicing Actually, basketball. I want to say something for all the listeners. It, it wasn't it wasn't like he was, you know, doing anything else that the other guys weren't. So he wasn't gaining yeah. an edge on them. He was just that much better than all of them at that mm-hmm. time. He didn't really have an edge because he was in the exact same time period. He was just that much better. I think right. you put him here, he gets all the training, he gets he keeps his, you know, insane talent and he's still okay, maybe not 100 points in a game, but I, I could see his he's high being like top, he's a top center. I, Yes. I, I think I think he's one of the best of all time still, and okay. I think I think he for I think, sure is. I think at the time period he played in, I think honestly it makes it too hard for me not to say that he's not the best of all time just because of the crazy numbers he dropped. Yeah, I have I have a quick thing I need to say to every listener who's listening right now and is thinking to themselves, who's going to say Jordan? No one. 
No one is going to say Jordan. And here's why. Your one argument that you want to hear about Michael Jordan is six for six in rings. Yeah, there's other stuff you can talk about. Intensity, sure. Dominance, okay. LeBron did it better, but I'll get to that later. How he changed the game. Did he? Not really. Kind of, but he just made more people watch. He didn't really change the game. If your argument is six for six, and that's your main argument, I better hear you going absolutely crazy for Bill Russell's 11 for 12. Yeah. I better hear you like in the stands screaming Bill Russell for goat. Yeah. Cause if you aren't, then your, your entire argument is gone. Cause there's someone who's doing it better than MJ. You know, a tangent real here, right, right quick here. You were talking about changing the game. Honestly, I think the guy with the most impact, and I don't think this is really an argument on the recent game is definitely Steph Curry. Steph Curry has the biggest impact on basketball ever. I think so, yeah. The uh, yeah. way he shoots, yeah. what he did to the league, Have you seen the stats of like before was... he went off and how many threes were taken versus after? Mm-hmm. It's like night and day. Yeah. I mean, the, the jump shot disappeared. The two-point jump shot. The yeah. three-pointer became... Butterfly, as they call it. <laughs> and then, um, like, Robert Ory, to go back to the finals record thing, Robert Ory is 7-0. and is he really? Yeah. <laughs> Seven and zero in the finals. I think Aaron Baines is one and zero. I think he is too. <laughs> I think you're correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like, even if you want to say that like MJ never lost one, you have to take 11 for 12, 10 times out of 10 over six for six. And if you want to argue about dominance or points or whatever, Bill Russell is probably top 10, definitely top 15. Yeah. Player yeah. all time. So I- like, if that's your main argument, Bill Russell might as well be first because he's got the skill, he's got the stats, and he's got the rings. Yeah. Russell, he's in he's in my top ten. Partial and a lot of it is for like the nobody's ever gonna win at that rate ever again. And like right. you're like, oh, there's only eight teams. Think about if there were only eight teams in the league today, how good those eight teams would be. They would be insane. Yes. And so like like I get it, basketball players weren't as good back then, but that's just what they had. And right. so like those are and still also, Bill like, Russell was playing like 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 the same Bill amount Russell of time was that playing with them, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. not like Bill Russell is a current center playing that, right? That's the Will Chamberlain argument too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, if there's only eight teams, that means that like those are the like I don't know eighty best basketball players on the planet, right? That are in that league, and so like you're playing against ten of the best, ten of the top hundred guys in the in the world every single night. You're not doing that every night in the current NBA right? just because of it's we've got 30 teams now. So it's, you know, but, but yeah, like I, Jordan is, uh, he's very high up on my list. I just, I can't put him at number one because like, we've also seen another Jordan. Yeah, we have, we got, we had Kobe and Kobe was just another Jordan. I think, you know, I think slightly worse. And if someone and if someone can mimic that so closely, yeah, how is that? How is that unique greatness? Yeah, like what makes him the goat? Because Kobe, arguable, there's there's the fact that it's arguable that Kobe did it better. I I don't think it is, but I don't think it is either. But there are people make arguments. People, yes, people do. People do. That's yeah, right. Right. So, speaking of dominance. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. 
personally. That's what I think. I think that he has carried some very, very bad teams to the finals. Cavaliers. No hate on anyone, but LeBron didn't have Scottie Pippen on all of his teams. He didn't have the best defender slash rebounder of ever on all of his teams. He had Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, who both got injured, and he still went back on three and one. LeBron's the greatest basketball player of all time. I welcome arguments. I I honestly, it's it's hard to argue. I mean, it is. As, as somebody who chooses Wilt Chamberlain and sees LeBron in this time right now, it, it's definitely hard to argue. You see LeBron, um, like even he moved to the West where <laughs> – the Nets stack up the East. Like, it's it's just like LeBron goes somewhere and the entire league compensates for, oh, crap, LeBron's there. Yeah. You know, we got we to gotta try and stop him now. And yeah. there's, there's things like, like people talk to me about Jordan six for six. And they talk about how, like, nobody was stopping Jordan. And, like, Jordan had a very, very difficult time beating the Celtics. And the Pistons. And the Jazz. I mean, uh, there are. I think there, I think the ways that Pistons played defense made would yeah, make anybody have a played. very very hard time beating the Pistons. But right. But either very, way, like people are saying, like LeBron can't beat the Warriors, or he couldn't when they when they won. He did it better than MJ beat the teams that were killing him. Mm-hmm. Now I think I I don't know. It's the end of their career. Their career is over. So, like, Bird is top 10 on everyone's list. But I think by the end of his career, Curry will be top 10 on everyone's list. Yeah. I think he has the potential. He's insane. And, like, at the time, Isaiah Thomas was top 10 on a lot of people's lists. Right. Um, I think Curry needs to do something with a little bit less good of a team. Like, his original Warriors weren't that good, and he did something with them, which is, you know, good. I think he needs to I see what you mean. Like, you want him to break away from a super team? Something I think like that. I think that's what he's he's trying to do now because Clay is out, Kevin Durant is gone. Like that that Warriors if, team is. If he does like, something right now with this Warriors team, it's like undisputable top ten. Yeah, and like the thing is, like aside from the Kevin Durant thing, they drafted all those guys. Like it's not like oh he went and signed with them, which is some people's argument against LeBron is that he ran around to get his championships. Which like honestly, I don't care. Like win them wherever you want, but like. Curry, like they just they drafted Clay and they drafted Draymond. Like it wasn't like he was like, "Hey, you guys come, come yeah. sign over here, um, and we'll all be, uh, we'll all be, we'll all win titles together and stuff like that." Like, I'm sure there was some of that with, uh, with KD, but like that's just like you know that's what happened, and they LeBron, won. What LeBron also the thing that I think that you've got to think about is like, if he wins with this Lakers team, they're good. They're good. Anthony Davis is good. He's having a bit of an off year, but he's still good. The Nets are crazy good. The Nets. Irving, Harden, and Durant. Irving, Irving, Harden, and Durant are playing very well together. I I think Durant's not playing. So that's the thing you got to think about is that like, um, I don't that change things. Yeah, I don't know that they've really had everybody out there yet. And I still don't know that they can defend well enough for the playoffs. Like, who guards Giannis in a seven-game series? 
who guards Joel Embiid? Who guards Ben Simmons? They need some. They need some. I mean, they got Jared Allen. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they traded he's him. On, he's on the Cavs now. Oh, yeah. never mind. They need some big dudes. They need some big. They need some Jared Allen sized dudes. They've got a washed up DeAndre Jordan, but he's just. He's not good. Bad. No, no, yeah. he's not. And like some people are like, oh, Ke- Kevin Durant will play center against no. Joel Embiid. I don't think so. No, Joel, Joel Embiid is having a very good year. Yeah, he's not having an MVP year. I think if if Giannis hadn't won it the past two times, he would still be in the lead right now. I think he's averaging 30, 12, and seven. And no I think no, I think no bias besides the Colorado flag in the back of my screen right now. I think Jokic is having an MVP year. If they were winning Jokic more, I would say I would say it's him. They're just Agreed. not winning enough games right now. Dude, the, the Nuggets just aren't as, like, we're I mean, missing a piece. Losing Jeremy Grant, I think, was big. Yeah. We Bigger are missing, than people thought it was going to be. We are missing a piece right now. Because the problem is we find ourselves on the floor without, like, with Jokic and Jamal Murray out, and it's just Michael Porter Jr., or Jokic is out, and it's just Jamal mm-hmm. and MPJ. And we, like, we're lack, we just go on huge runs of point loss. Speaking yeah. of disappointing, the Mavericks this year. Yeah. As a Mavericks fan, Luca has tough. Luca's been pretty good, but Luca's been okay. Wait, yeah. Here's my here's my Luca take, and I think a lot of Mavs fans will be mad at me for this. He is very very good. I'm not saying that he's not. Like he is he is incredible. He's one of he's a generational talent. I don't think he's a I don't think he's a guy that wins you basketball games. I I don't think he'll carry. He's he's got. He, he needs somebody to lead. I think he court. needs – I think I, – I, I agree, Max. I think he needs, like – I think if Luka Doncic was on a team with, like, LeBron, they would go insane. I think if – Yeah. And I think also, if uh, Tim Hardway Jr. was on a team with LeBron, they'd go insane. But, you know. Yeah. But, like, I think with Luka, it's just, that, like – I think – and this may come with maturity, but he's so young right now, and they're asking him to do a lot of things that veterans do. And so, like, maybe as he gets older, that shows up a little bit more and he's able to, like, lead a team like that. But I think right now he's just not ready for that. And, like, the playoffs, that series against the Clippers was great, but, like, they didn't even win that, you know? Yeah. Like, they were like, I oh. Think like, like, I think you know who like did? A- the Nuggets. Nuggets. Yeah. Yes, sir. I think Three we get, like, back twice. A, a Bradley Beal on the Mavericks. All of a sudden they go from, eh, to, wow, that, that's yeah. pretty good. That's yeah. Yeah. They just don't have anything they could give the Wizards. No. Like, they, the Mavs have no assets, which is what's going to kill them, I think. Um, they, need to, they need to find something in a draft somehow. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they either need to get lucky on a draft or they need to, tra- they need to find someone to take advantage of and trade trash for gold. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think they need to move Porzingis. Really I think so, too. I think I they need to try. I think right now they need to trade high on Porzingis. I don't even think this is high. Really? Yeah. Honestly. Um, or I, I also thought that they should trade while he was injured, right before he came back. I thought they should trade Porzingis. Yeah, yeah. Benj, do you want to say hi? Hey, what's going on? Are we on air? Hey. Yeah. Oh, how about that? How about that? This, these, these are the boys right here. And wait, I want to hear. I want to hear what you think. Who, who's your NBA greatest of all time? Oh wow, this is just asking to start a hot button topic. But 
I think I'll go ahead and take Birdman. Okay. I don't follow the NBA. <laughs> you know me. I'm more of an NHL guy. I'd take you to school at it. <laughs> yeah. All right, play me then. I'm sure he's referring to Chris the Birdman Anderson, who was a role player for several years for the Miami sure. Heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so too. He was um he's he's pretty good, honestly. He made my top five. Yeah, oh yeah, it's tough to tough to turn down somebody with body art like that. Yeah. But uh but yeah, I do think I think like if the Mavs were able to move Porzingis for any kind of mind asset, for Porzingis. I think they would benefit greatly. But also like who wants to take them up on that? You know, he's got an injury history and he's only like, he's only been pretty good when he's been healthy. Like, it's not like, Oh, when he's healthy, he's this all NBA guy. Like you're in, you're out. Porzingis is a center. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He has to, I think he, I don't think he's quick enough to play on the perimeter. Like a power forward needs to. Yeah. And I, I don't think so either. And he's kind of big, right? He's, he's pretty skinny, but he's seven, three. Yeah. Yes. Tough to be fast when you're that tall. As somebody who owns some pretty dang good centers in um, fantasy basketball, who are, who owned before they all decide to go and get hurt, um, I think honestly, I think if they could get like a uh, Nurkic, uh, a Val uh, Valens, I don't know how to say Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah, Valanciunas. If they could get a Nurkic Valanciunas, I think that would be a good trade for them. I don't think that moves the needle, though. I don't think it does either. I think if Porzingis is healthy, I think he's significantly better than both of those guys. Really? Yeah. But it's the if Porzingis is healthy. Of course, Nurkic isn't healthy right now. But yeah. um, Valanciunas has not had problems with injury lately. No, Valanciunas just, like, historically has not. But Nurkic and Porzingis both have. Um, yeah. But I think somebody like a Nikola Vucevic, maybe. Yeah. Um who is like an all-star caliber guy, but also he doesn't really play defense. So if I think I if, like the ideal partner for Luca, I think is, is like Giannis or somebody like that, yeah. but. Good luck getting those both on the Mavericks right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah uh, Luca can just come to the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. no, I think Luca like needs, I think Luca needs Jokic. A big guy who can drive and pass to him, but can also shoot threes if he needs to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that would be a crazy match, actually. Yeah, or like Anthony Davis, right? Because Anthony Davis also plays like Jokic plays better defense than people give him credit for, but Anthony Davis has defensive stats, which right. people look at. But but yeah, um, and then we've talked about what you who you guys think is the best there are the best nba players of all time and we will get to my take on that after this short ladies and gentlemen boys and girls of all ages welcome back to this the rest of this episode of the bermuda triangle podcast before the break i told you that i would give my take on the best basketball player of all time and that's exactly what i'm going to do now to clarify I don't necessarily think that this player is the best of all time because I I think LeBron is the best of all time, but I don't think he gets near as much respect as he should. And I think he's number two of all time. And that is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now, I know a lot of people don't know as much about him as they should simply because he played a long time ago at this point, but this man was unstoppable for going on 20 years basically like 
And he played for three years in college and won three national championships. So that's pretty crazy. Um, and like, he just, he dominated at every level he was ever at, even before, like he was Lou Alcindor for a little bit. and was still really good then. Like his career averages, 24 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, two and a half blocks. Wow. That's nuts. Like the worst season he ever had, he was like 43 and he averaged um, 10 points, four rebounds and assist on a block. That's still a really good season. Still, That's still a really good role player. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, like he was drafted in 69, 70. That was 88, 89. So he, he kind of sounds like a Tom Brady of basketball. Never goes away. Always really good. Yeah, he pretty much was. He's also the NBA's all-time record holder for all-star selections. It's been an all, he was an all-star 18 times, which I'm sure LeBron will get at some point just because he's not slowing down. But um, Where's LeBron in, at right now? Isn't he close? He's close. I think he's at like 16. I think so too. Did he ever? Uh, did, has LeBron ever not been selected? His, his first rookie. couple of years. His, his, his first rookie year. So he's, so he's at 17 right now. Yeah, I think so. Then, yeah, he'll, get, he'll catch him next year. This, this, is, this is LeBron's 17th. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, his rookie year he wasn't, and then every year after that he has been. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then Kareem uh, just, like, he's the all-time leading scorer in NBA history, which, like, as a big man is not something that's super easy to do especially like as the game progressed, because he was around for like the start of like the three-point revolution, so to speak, um, because like the three-point line came into existence while he was, uh, while he was like, playing. Kareem, Kareem has 19, Kobe has 18, and LeBron has 17. Okay. So that list, that list is decorated. Yeah, I mean, you would think because it's a all-star appearances, you know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, do we think anybody like now could catch that? Like, if we're talking young talent, Luca, on the way, okay, the way that the NBA like wasn't Luca in it his rookie Luka. year? Yeah, no, he was. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was in it his second year. Oh, okay, so oh, okay. he's he's on this. He could be on the same track as LeBron, and yeah. I mean. The fact that here's what I was listening to the ticket earlier. All right. Yeah. Bob 14 10 ticket. I don't know what it, what radio station number it is, but anyways, they were posting some good points about Luka Doncic. At the age that Luka is right now, he would be a senior in college. Mm-hmm. So let's say he's not a one and done. Let's say he's like playing through college. We're, we would be talking about how good he's going to do in March Madness. He has posted up three amazing seasons as an NBA player. He has hung in with the best of them. He's had MVP arguments. He's won rookie of the year. He has made two all-star games already. First team, he's starting in this one. This man is doing crazy things, and he's only 22 years old. I think yeah. Luka Doncic is going to be a all-star for the next 10 to 15 at least. Mm-hmm. And then here's a a question that ties into that. Who is the worst college basketball team you could put Luca on and have him still win the championship? Hmm. Well, at least they they instantly become a contender. 
Oh, instantly become a contender? I think you can put him on like UNC any day instantly become a contender. Because the thing about college basketball is if you have one Luka Doncic, like, and if he's doing like as almost because he, let's say he played it pro in Europe and then came here and did college, Mm. right? Like he played two years pro. He could turn any team into a contender. I mean, he is a, he would be a force on a college basketball court because he's a force on an NBA court. Mm -hmm. So I really think you could give him almost any D1 team and he would put them in March Madness at least and make them, I'd say sweet 16, maybe elite eight. Yeah. Cause like he's probably averaging like 35, 20 and 15. Exactly. Like, in his, like with his eyes closed too. Like it's not right. hard. So if you give him some players, like let's say you put him on like OU, right? We've got Austin Reeves, we've got Harkless, but we don't have a lot of like, we don't have a super like Cade Cunningham type guy mm-hmm. or like a Matt McClung, Mac McClung. So if you put Luca on our team, we're, I think we're winning personally. Like, like that's just, that's just how like dominant he can be on a court which was crazy to watch. Mm-hmm. Also, he's clutch. Yeah. He hit, that, he, hit that, he hit two threes in a row to win the game last week for the Mavs. He hit that game winner against the Clippers. Man has ice in his veins. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what yeah, does I- college basketball look like this year? Like, who is on the outside right now? Who's on the so I, I was mean, thinking, like, that's Kentucky. That Kentucky's not I good. Heard they, yeah, I know, which is why I've heard, like, they're UNC on the outside. and Kentucky all suck. And Duke. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Duke, UNC, and Kentucky all suck. Which Best is three really- teams are Gonzaga, Baylor, and Michigan. Yeah. Right. Then, like, what's weird is every, Gonzaga team, lose ev- every team, like because of COVID and snow, every team four and up is changing like yeah like week by like OU six days ago I think OU was the sixth seed right now we're 16. Yeah. UT was the four seed now they're 15. Like all any anything besides the top three is just like drastically moving around right now. Mm-hmm. OU was the sixth seed and then we lost to an unranked Kansas State. Don't talk to me about why we keep losing to unranked Kansas State in all of our main sports. I don't know. It pisses me off. We lost to uh, – who do we lose to? Oklahoma State carried by Cade Cunningham. They were unranked at the time. Mm-hmm. And now we're playing Oklahoma State and we're up by two at the time of this podcast. We just came back from a 14-point deficit with six mm-hmm. minutes left. I really hope we win future listeners. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, it's a – like, it's a shot in the dark at who's going to finish this season fourth and up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, Baylor's definitely finishing top two. Mm-hmm. Michigan's finishing top three. Yeah. Gonzaga, I don't know. If they don't play a lot of hard loses, people. If they lose, I, I think the Gonzaga bigger blow to them. The no, Baylor lost the other day. Um, uh, we came off a three-week hiatus and lost to Kansas. Um, uh, which, like, that's that's fine. Um, yeah. That and happens. then, uh, yeah, we – like, oh, man. Yeah, I think it's worse for Gonzaga if they lose than it is for us because we're playing high-quality opponents and they're playing, like, you know, St. Thomas's School for the Blind. 
So, um, yeah, there's, it's been an interesting season because like every, every couple of weeks, they're like, oh, so and such, such and such team is on par with Gonzaga and Baylor. And then they lose a really bad game. Like for a while it was Tennessee. They're like, oh, Tennessee is on par with Gonzaga and Baylor. And they got beat by like 15 by like Mississippi state. Um, so, and then like, and there's all this, like every time that they've said like, oh, Michigan's like just as good as them, uh, Michigan has lost. So like they lost yeah. to like Wisconsin. Um, and then they lost to Illinois really looking forward to the basketball season or the football season. I mean, mm-hmm. I really want OU to win it all. Going to football games. That'll, that'll be nice. Yeah. yeah. I think OU just posted uh, the other day that they're doing for fall. They're doing full in-class classes, which I'm hoping means that we're also going to have full football games. I, I think I'm like, almost we, it should be by that time. I think, I think I think it should be too. Right? Because like, aren't we supposed to be on track for like? I don't know. I mean, by that I mean, vaccine will be in at least phase three, maybe four. We get it in phase four, I think. So we'll be like, like we'll be almost getting the vaccine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I have not been keeping up with how long phases are taking to complete. But yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting game. We'll see. We will see. Yeah, we certainly will. And um, we'll, we'll see about a lot of things with this college basketball season, but, um, and just college in general. But on that note, unless y'all have anything else, I think we're going to have to wrap this one up. Y'all have. Uh, we all good for the listeners. I think that's all from me. All right. Well, uh, in the interest of time, we're going to wrap this one up. But thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, remember to follow the podcast on social media. And until next week, be excellent to each other.